Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're here coming to you again, once again, and tonight's podcast has a particular resonance with me. Okay, so a lot of scientific, or rather a lot of schools of thought subscribe to the notion of the Great Reset. Book in particular written on it um, extensively called the Synchronicity Key, and in so many words, it just says, you know, um, every so often, every so many moons that men as a species get a cosmic do-over. Except his starting point is advanced. Okay, so, but, as I said, the, the name of my, of the podcast coming to you now is called The Divine Reset. The Divine Reset. A friend I had talked to earlier, she had brought this title up um, in regards to a book that she was reading, but how appropriate because, no doubt about it, regardless of what school of thought you subscribe to, what philosophical background you emerge from, what religious ideology that you cling to, the fact of the matter is is that globally there is a paradigm shift globally there are things that's happening right now that if you happen to belong to this book club you know how it ends think about it I covered in my last podcast Oprah Winfrey's book club All of her viewers They get caught up in almost in a state of rapture When she suggests a book to read Everybody runs out to their bookstore Purchase these books with a particular type of fervor Can't wait to get home Read it on the edge of their seats Can't wait to the next episode So they can discuss what they've learned about the book So But Oprah is a human or she's a spirit like all of us having a human being experience but we're talking about the book that was written by the divine nobody's jumping off the edge of their seats for this book everybody forgot what they've already read in this book that you win at the end knowing that you win at the end knowing that he's already said there's going to be wars rumors of wars famine disease but if you read also, he says that a thousand may fall at your right hand and ten thousand at your, at your left, but death will not come near you. You have to belong to him, of course. Okay, but so anyway, so this great reset, undoubtedly. I mean, we see the things going on in Russia and Ukraine. We see the things going on with China's and other countries. We see what's going on in our very own country. We know that there's been, we're, uh, we are definitely being ushered into something think about it whether it be from the bitcoin movement to covid to being forced into the house military presence everywhere you look but oh but see this is this is the crux of the segment because the great reset or the divine reset remember the great reset you know that's a scientific 
school of thought, the divine reset. Of course, this has faith implications. There are some things you're just going to have to believe by faith, you know, and if you don't, you know, woe to you because this podcast has been, see, I'm not the average guy on the podcast and I'm not saying, you know, whatever their ambitions may be, one thing for sure is that this is not me merely entertaining myself. This is about me having put these things to the test. And from my life experiences, this is something I definitely want everybody to know. Okay, so let's talk the divine reset. Am I talking about your economic conditions? What your purse or wallet look like? Am I talking about your marital circumstances? Am I talking about your spiritual situation? Am I talking about your your family nucleus? Yes to all of the above Because During this Paradigm shift Where the Horizon that makes up your life And we're not talking about Past, the present, and future We're only talking about present and future Because what happened in the past Is not in your present Unless you keep conjuring it up these people did this to me I can't still And this person did that When I was little we, We're not talking about The grudge that you've been holding on Since you was little Nobody's there in that part In that part of time But you And subconsciously or consciously You're making a choice to be there But we're talking about What goes on from here Onward Here Onward What do you envision The landscape of your life I mean how do you see yourself Right, like not abstractly wishful thinking see yourself, but in detail. We're talking about like where do you live five months from now? How did you get that house? Who are you living with that is is that your house or are you staying with somebody? Did it have to be painted or did you build it? How many cars do you have out there? What are your are you married or single? Where are you? What state are you at? See, when you start envisioning these things, eventually you'll start taking steps to become these things. When you allow yourself to see these things, you're, you are allowing your human self to see the image that God has for you. If he called you by name, he said he got a plan for you. We can't keep moving around like we ain't, we're not a part of the plan. So if you're part of the plan, do you understand that those people that let you down along the way, they probably didn't even mean to. You got to look at it like the Matrix, how all of those agents chasing neomorphous morphous around. They all look the same, they, you know, but it was a, a entity that was jumping in and out of these people and using these people to do things to sabotage the outcome so sometimes people they come into your life to hurt you but they come by assignment just like Judas with Christ Judas loved Christ but he had to be the one to had him over you know what I mean he had I'm pretty sure in retrospect Judas wouldn't have accepted those 
puny pieces of silver, but the prophecy had to be fulfilled. So sometimes people don't hurt you by intent. They hurt you by assignment. But it's not for you to get caught up in that hurtful moment. It's just for you to live out the script that he called you to. So when you understand this, the pain and the trauma of of those moments dissolve into a moment where you are recognizing that this story henceforth is his glory. Don't that make you feel better? Because it wasn't about you. It was about his glory. You got to tell your story. So the paradigm shift must happen mentally. It must happen spiritually. And it will radiate outwardly. And the shift will be from where art thou, Lord, to it had to be you. Never would have made it. Never would have made it if it wasn't for you. So... We start by, like, you know, one of my favorite podcasters, Steve Harvey, always saying, you got to coach your mind. You have to wake up first thing in the morning and find at least five things to be grateful for. Don't wake up, go use the bathroom. Don't wake up, have a shut No, wake up, go straight to your knees. And picture the very ones you love the most. And thank the Lord for each one of them, but they are still here with you. Right off the top, that's something to be grateful. Then be grateful that you can do the things you do, even though you don't do all the things you want to do. And if you don't, it's only because you've yet to vision yourself doing these things. I can't vision you doing these things. I don't know you. But they'll stay unseen unless you see it. So this is the paradigm shift. Is that the moment you understand that you are a spirit having a human being experience when you understand that the reason why you can speak things into existence is because of his breath that he breathed into Adam is what animates us to this day because what is eternal cannot become eternal what is eternal cannot become finite merely because it inhabits a vessel what is eternal cannot become finite merely because it inhabits a clay vessel. If it is eternal in heaven, it is eternal on earth. So the reason why you can speak things into existence is because we're of God's. We're not, not, because we're of God. So that's the reason why we can speak those things that are not, that are not as if they were and watch them become so. Of this podcast has touched you. How are you shifting and what are you shifting into? Ladies and gentlemen, today we're coming to you with a new podcast podcast series entitled State of Mind. So, state of mind mentally, where are you? And how do you feel about being there? So, what's customary for incumbent presidents when they first take office is to have a State of the Union address. They'll come in and, you know, have a consult with his cabinet, his advisors, advisors and whatnot, 
will have a conference or you know uh, uh, a briefing where he's going to let the public know in the country where they're headed how things are looking at least the version that they want the public to know so but this is state of mind like on a day to day basis where are you are you present are you aware are you at peace are you excited are you depressed feeling adrift um so I'm going to attempt to I guess lead by an example state of mind for me is a consequence of one's mental journey what happened along that journey but most importantly did you take notes did you conduct self inventory are you aware of your weaknesses do you have any what about your strengths so like I said state of mind is the consequence of one's mental journey if I could approach you mentally on the road that you're taking right now, what would you have on your backpack or in your backpack? Would it be unresolved conflicts? Would it be unforgiveness? Would it be gratitude? What's See, I'm asking these questions because I'm trying to get Delicious to understand that state of mind is a choice, believe it or not. So, when you understand that, then if, let me give you an example. Let's say that, you know, when you were younger, somebody took money from you or your romance, someone betrayed you and cheated on you. Let's use one of these traumatic examples, okay? So, the feeling from those experiences right like that came in at a high intensity that's why I get recorded so vividly in the subconscious the right song come on and you're right back in that place okay so but being that these things happened so long ago you understand that that feeling that mood morphed into a temperament attitude and then a personality trait are you negative all the time do you what is your coping mechanism when you get hit with these adversities how long do you stay adrift see when when you decide what state of mind is best for you then the real journey ensues And getting there is the best part of the journey. See, my state of mind is headed towards the divine. Do you understand? State of mind. Thank you.